This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Guess what? We're back. The John and Wayne Part 2 kicks off today. Today we're going to be talking about the back end, the secondary, the safeties, the cornerbacks, and with a special treat, we're going to kick it off. Stick around right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Let's go, baby. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold, but I got the Niners on my back, you know. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Oh, got the trance going on. John Chapman in the building. I like the two weeks, the two days in one week, man. It's I want to up that, man, going into the regular season, John. We got to figure out how Real. to up the Andy. Oh, we're going to be together so often anyway. Yeah, but so. we got to figure out how together. We got we got to put something together live on the road. I think people want to see us on the road. We got to figure that out. We got all the equipment. You yeah, know, we, we, we We just got to figure out. Much. Yeah. Carrying around all those damn bags, <laughs> the freaking suitcases to everywhere we go. Look, I'm I'm so prepared for the 49ers rush road trips. You guys have zero clue. Shout out to everybody! Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I told you we'll be here every Friday until you know season really kicks off. We know we're gonna start. Hey, John, 19 days, the veterans report to training camp, baby. Night, Debo Samuel, days away. John, how you feeling, baby? It's crazy how quick it's it showed up. Like, I thought the dead period would be a lot longer. It's not, and I'm thankful for that because I want new news. I love this time because we get a focus on a lot of things we don't pay attention to usually. But man, that's that's unwrapping like that's unwrapping presents. That's what that is. Shout out to our boy Kali out there, man. It says my guys, I hate this time. Actually, <laughs> um, I'm I, I like news. I like new news. I hate regurgitated news. And I found myself, John, burning out from regurgitating the news. Like, I was like, you know what? I don't want to talk about Brock anymore. I don't want to talk about Trey Lance. Anymore. I'm just going to, I'm going to break. I'm going to break. Yeah. I'm just going to break. Because that's, 
it, it just led to arguments and to cortisone levels flying, flaring up and all that different thing. I don't even know what that is, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like I was just all over the place. Well, the one thing I will say is like, man, when we hang out, we don't spend a lot of time talking 49ers quarterbacks. That's that is- let other people do that. We're trying to dive into stuff. That's not talked. How many people grade out punters and long snappers and nickelbacks and all that stuff. That's what we're doing today. Just one. I'm, we I'm just here. We're going uh, to learn today. Guys, we truly appreciate everybody for tuning in on both channels. We got the Countdown crew in the building. We got the Breezy's Bunch crew in the building. I got to give a shout out to some of the Breezy Bunch members, John, because they're highlighted here. My man Dion from Niner Game Podcast is in the building. He says, let's go. We about to have the best DB group in the league with Wilkes at the helm. John, how you feel about that? You'd have to have a couple guys step up. There's no doubt about it. But uh, it's not a far stretch. You have an all-pro safety. You've got a top-10 corner in Charvarius Ward. you got a young pup in Demo. You signed one of the better, if not the best, nickel corner in Isaiah uh, Oliver. So, yeah, it's not, a, it's not as big a stretch as most people think. Now, going through these DBs, uh, going through these secondaries, man, this might be the closest competition Except for one team, won't say that team. This may be the closest competition that we've had in out of all the position groups. So I'm excited to break this show down. Christy Marie's in the building. Chrissy1687 is in the building as well. Mike Ng is in the building. John, I know some so some of uh the Breezy's Bunch crew members, like we're literally like family, and so we do more family-oriented things on the Discord. And I know they've been cursing me out since for about for the past three months, I've been trying to put together this uh, R&B, Ooh. male R&B, like, versus challenge. And it ain't me. It, 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 I just can't get 10 people on the same page. I This is why I quit teaching. I realized that I had to repeat directions 150 times, and, and it just messes me up. You well, know I'm, I'm sure saying? the regional ties to the music is very huge too with you being on the east coast i don't think it was no it was pretty dope so what we did was we created a list of top 100 and it was we did a draft we did a snake draft and they got to pick who they wanted oh so it was pretty cool and i'm getting them prepared for fantasy football that's that's kind (laughs) of like what i'm doing they talking junk about me aren't they I, I, i see you laughing it is what it is man uh but it's all cool man if you guys aren't on the discord i encourage you guys to join the discord uh shout out to everybody out there i see you guys in the building we appreciate it john not much news going on for the 49ers but i do want to point this out because i've been watching one of my favorite players this off season he got all the scrutiny he got all the backlash last off season can you guess who i'm talking about this season probably demo which we we had some arguments Ooh, on that one close oh not demo but Debo. Oh. So I've been watching him work out. And, and 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 I don't know if it's because I'm working out, but this dude is different. He looked like a, the Terminator 2. Like he's like a different machine. Like, what are your thoughts on how Debo might transgress into the football field this particular season from last season? He already came out and said that he he wasn't good, basically. He said he yeah, wasn't good. Awful. 
He, he yeah. called himself like, and that's who Debo is. Everything that Debo does is violent and aggressive, including whenever he breaks down his own game, including his workouts, including his negotiation tactics with the Niners. He just violence all the time. That's just what he is. And so, if you could inch back closer to his 2021 self, watch out, man. Watch out because this team is much better than the 2021 49ers. And so if, if he plays closer to 2021 Debo than 2022 Debo, whew. I, I try to do I try to do a little exercise and I realize my memory is shot. So I was trying to figure out, excuse me, when it comes to the pass catchers, just in general, but the 49ers pass catchers lately under the Shanahan regime, when they go into that contract year. Is that contract year usually a down year? Because I thought George Kittle had a pretty down year. The I year think he, going into the contract year is huge. Or like to get the new contract. To get big, the new contract. Always. And, and then That's once they, this year. <laughs> yeah. Keep going because I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Keep going. But then the year after, usually there's a little. It, Armstead was the same way. It's oh, so it did happen of, to the defenders as well. Yep. Okay. That, that's why I asked. That's why I asked the yep. question. Was it just the playmakers as far as like those offensive positions? Money's or... a motivator. Okay. Hey, 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 money, it does. Listen, Mosquito Killer says the, the working out with Saquon is helping him. Did you see that workout in particular? I know you don't pay attention. To... All right. So are you familiar with the sled? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we used to train with them all the time. So th these particular sleds are the sleds they use in the gym, not the football field sleds. So these are where you pa you pound on the 45-pound plates. So Debo had like six. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It's kind of like what, you know, kind of like what I do when I go to the gym. I hate the sled, right? But it works. Yo, Saquon had like 12 plates, bro. Yeah. Saquon's different. And still beat Debo in the race. Yeah, he's different. I remember when Saquon was coming out of Penn State, and that dude was squatting like 650 pounds. Like, and I think he still is. That's the, yeah, that's he's, the scary he's part. Different. He had a squat video. Um, The last video that, that surfaced with Debo was him running. This dude clocked, I don't know the exact number, but like he was running like 18. The, the number hit 18 plus. So I went to the gym this morning. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. What'd I you got get? I got to double digits, but it was closer to 10. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me there's a video of this somewhere. Hell man. no. Because no. I almost fell. I was like, yeah. no, this is not it. I, I don't listen. All I'm saying is Debo to me this year, we talked about him last year so much about how he wasn't in shape, how he didn't look good, how he held out, how he did all that stuff. He did all the stuff that he was supposed to do going into a business you know year to get his contract or whatever that's what most players do but this year he's putting in the work and he's not getting any love and i, and I guess i'm bringing that up because i want people to see he's out there working we already know what he can do on the football field we know what he can do you just said you want him to have that 2021 year where he had what over 1800 all-purpose yards i think he's still that guy i think he i i still think he could be that guy the only difference is we got Christian McCaffrey. We got other weapons that are blossoming. It's going to be harder to reproduce that type of production when he's just not the only guy. But, hey, 
I I feel like he has the ability to do so. Uh, and I just wanted to give him some flowers. And I know he's just out there working out. But as much as we bad talked him from not working out and coming into camp fat and all this type of stuff, this dude looks good. That treadmill video, the fact that he even did it and ran it, no issues, no hamstring issues, knocking on wood. All I'm saying is the dude is putting in the work, and I think he's going to punch the whole NFL in the mouth. You know, the, the one thing I want to just add on is when they drafted Debo out of South Carolina, Will Muschamp, Coach Boom. Oh, what's up, David Walner? Uh, how you doing, man? Uh, David Walner was one of my uh, teaching mentors back when I started teaching, and he is he ruthless. He didn't have he to ruthless. say this, though. <laughs> Bring it, big dog. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but tell him, I bet you, David, you won't see John Chapman. You won't see him on the basketball court because I bet you he'd be out there doing that. Oh, I've dominated Walner in the past on the basketball court. See what hey, I'm saying? I, I, that's thing, what man. I said. Like, Come listen, on, basketball sprinting and gym sprinting is two different sprinting. <laughs> but uh, back to Debo, like Will Muschamp, his college coach, told Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, you just got to watch his offseason workouts because he does have a proclivity to come in a couple pounds overweight, a little out of shape after, you know, eating all the home cooking and all that stuff. So you got to stay on that. Last year he was away because of the contract stuff. This year he's not. So I'm just telling you, man, Debo going to have a good time. I agree. I agree. And I think as far as the 49ers, and I know this is not that show, just the offense alone, man, they're, they're returning. Uh, they're returning with more. They're returning with another year of added experience. Uh, another year of to know kind of like he's kind of good when you don't do well, because then you can really assess yourself and you can say, hey, this was my low. Like, I never want to get there again. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, I feel like, you know, you look at if, if just this five, this four solid pieces with all these interchangeable parts at that fifth option. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. The Niners on offense can dominate. And I know it matters, but maybe it doesn't matter who's back there playing quarterback as long as the play caller is calling the plays to the strength of the quarterback that's out there. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. No, I, th I think you're on something. And w we haven't seen the Debo and McCaffrey at their best. If that happens this year, it's going to be bad. What's up, bad. Ty? It's going to be bad. Yeah, Ty hey, man, listen, Ty, get the workout set up, man. I, I tell you what, do it in the morning, do it early. You can eat and enjoy the rest of the day. That's that's my motto. That's how I do it. So I'm done for the day. And then what you burn, since if you're lifting weights, you're, all, you're burning muscle, you're burning fat, and you're burning so it's pretty cool. All right, John, you ready? Because yes. I'm excited to talk about the secondary. I just released uh, my video on the, my expectations for the safeties for the 49ers. So that came out yesterday. Uh, it premiered yesterday. Shout out to those that joined the premiere show. I know it's not a live show, but it, it's set up like a live show. I appreciate that support, guys. You have no idea how hard it is to create content when I'm not live. I like to be live because of the interaction, but I appreciate those that joined and commented and all that type of stuff. I was excited to learn about our safeties, John, and uh, I'm really excited about Jair Brown. Um, there were there were three things to me that when he was at Penn State, first of all, 
He led the team in interceptions. Now, Penn State has some DBs. I mean, the Porter kid, I'll leave it alone. He led the team in interceptions at three. He led the team in dropped interceptions, which is two, which means he should have had five. Here's the best thing. He led the team in stops, which are tackles for losses. John, he had 15. It was tied for second at 12 with the linebackers. This kid is a hybrid safety type of linebacker he fits the 49ers mode and we're adding him to the safeties what are your thoughts on him before we get into the the gist of the show well i i mean he's awesome there, there's no doubt about it you know one of my favorite things whenever i watch tig's tape jair brown his nickname is tigger he goes by tig is just how violent he is within goal lines and short yarded situations so the back end safety playmaking is awesome but you like the thing that jumped out to me where I constantly just like, whoa, when I'm watching this tape is whenever he fills on the A or B gap in short yarded situations. And that's something stops. That's different. That is different. And so obviously the long term plan is Hufunga and Tig back there. And so now you're not going to have one but two guys because Ty- Tyshawn Gibson's great. Incredible. I mean, he had five interceptions last year for the 49ers, but. He's the ultimate last line of defense guy. He's not coming up hair on fire, filling holes, whatever. So the fact that the Niners safety group could be better and more improved long-term is exciting to to watch develop because he's a different player than Tayshawn Gibson is. Just different style. I agree. I agree. Uh, Before we go ahead and get it, I want to get these super chats uh, out the way because they're early. Sean uh, says, word of advice of you 30s to 40s and working out don't stop i fought first time in 12 years last night oh my god i was wondering why i haven't heard from sean in two days oh my god jesus help me i couldn't pick him up today (laughs) who typed this with my nose one year until d-day be blessed listen i get it your your body your muscles the bones when you get into that 40 age range they just heal a little bit different i don't know if the animanium in my body is running out but all i know is it's a little bit different sean thank you for the contribution and we couldn't have this show start off without jacks knox 17 and no baby there it is it sounds so much better when you say it i feel like when i'm saying it i feel like i'm hating but when you say it it just sounds good say it one more time 17 and no i love it i love it john let's go ahead and get down to this man let's talk about which group we starting with uh and Let's then which teams you brought up safeties hey safeties are cool you know why i like safeties john because they save the day and i think that's what it comes down to they have to save the day sometimes cornerbacks get burnt and sometimes the linebackers don't hit that running back when they're supposed to so they got to make sure they're able to eat up enough ground and cover enough ground and help save the day but they also sometimes give up big plays especially yeah. the 49ers safety so let's talk about these safeties john where we start and which team we starting yeah let's stay the same order let's go arizona seattle rams niners we'll go Perfect. in that order um so arizona their starters buda baker incredible jalen thompson buda baker wants out that is a terrible team terrible coaching staff terrible front office uh, actually mossy austin ford i'm i liked what he did during the draft but that's a new thing for them to have a capable person in the front office. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But backups, Kendall Brooks, Javante Moffitt, Juju Hughes. It's Buda Baker and the rest. Like, 
I like Jalen Thompson though. You don't, you're not high on him, huh? Uh, he wasn't one of my favorites, but uh, he was 49th out of 88th on Pro Football Focus. Okay, it struggles a little bit in coverage. I feel like he's more of a linebacker player than a. And the Niners kind of took advantage of that several times. But no, he's not bad. He's not a. He's an average to below average starter. But he is a starter. He's a capable starter. Um, would, but Buda Baker's incredible. It's going to be interesting to see if they make the change, they interchange him and possibly Simmons. Yeah. Because Simmons because has the speed and the coverage skills. You're, and so they talked about making the move of Isaiah Simmons back to safety where he should have been the whole time. Now, I've seen several depth chart sites that put Isaiah Simmons at the nickel. I see it too with the freak. Where do you put him? And so I counted him as a nickel, okay. but that's not a good place for him. He should be playing safety. Well, I want him playing nickel when we play him. That that yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Every time the Niners play him, Kyle Shanahan takes him for a touchdown or two every single game. Every single every time. Single every single time. And so, like, you don't move Buda Baker, who's basically an all-pro type player at safety, to make room for this young pup. Like, you put Buda, your best player, in his best position, which is safety. That's where he should be. Isaiah Simmons is a liability wherever he's played. He's played nickel, he's played linebacker, he's played safety. Yeah, he's a freak, athleticism, height, weight, speed, all that thing, but that's not football. And so it was a waste of resources. I think they took him sixth overall. Um, yeah, it just, just hasn't worked. It's it's basically Taylor May all over again. You remember all right. Him? Yeah, and I do remember it. I think, of course, of course I remember yeah. him. Let's go to Seattle. I actually really like Seattle. Yeah, me too. Um, this is the Quandre, second freaking show. Oh, yeah. They've got a good roster. They've done well. Quandre Diggs is one of my favorite uh, non-49ers players in the NFL. He's a Longhorn, but he's really damn good. Very Jamal good. Adams, the president. We make fun of him all the time, and he hasn't he's, played because he's injured, but he's still a quality player. He's overpaid for sure. But then here's the thing. Now they got Julian Love, who had over 1,000 snaps last year. He's in reserve status. Jarek Reed they got in the sixth round. Joey Blunt, Christian Young. Not a bad depth group. Not a bad starter group. Um, they've got options there. Yeah, I mean, if if I had to pick, you know, just quick order right now, uh, it would be Seattle one, Arizona two. We didn't get to the Rams or the Niners yet, but that's kind of like where I am. And you know, when Jamal Adams is on the field, you you account for him because yeah. you know he's gonna line up over that tight end and whatnot, and and find a way to take the tight end out of the game. And so, like, he's still a high caliber player, but like you said, he's been dealing with injuries. We don't know how he's gonna come back, but when he plays, he plays top of his game. I mean, he's more. He's not he's not great in coverage, but when it when the matchup is good, he's pretty darn good in coverage. But Quandre Diggs, I'm with you, bro. Is one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, they have a couple of players actually on in their secondary that I like to watch. Believe it or not, so uh, he's definitely one of them. Man, I remember we were at the Thursday night. Was it the third? No, it was the playoff game. Um, we were at this game, 49ers versus Seahawks in the wild card round, and Brock had two bad passes in a row that were just bad passes, very out of script for him. Then. The next pass hit Quandre Diggs in the chest, Ooh. and he dropped it. We punted it. You know, the game's pretty close to the even. We force an interception, score a touchdown, and then the game was out of control. But, out like, control, yeah. in the back of my mind was like, man, you flip. If, if Quandre Diggs caught that, Seahawks are getting the lead in drop the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, drop pass, yeah. 
So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, but, and I'll say this one more thing about uh, Jamal Adams. He's really good within seven yards of the line of scrimmage. That's, yeah. If you can get him past that, you can take advantage of him you, you, easy. You cook him, you know. But, yeah, we'll see. Him on Kittle, I'll take Kittle all day. I'll take Kittle yeah, all day. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like those safeties, those, the, the, the safeties that used to, like, eliminate the tight ends are pretty much out of the league now. You know, yeah, they because you, you're such a liability. And Jamal it's, Adams, he's a relic, he's a time of the past. Like, that's the type of guy that's Jalen Graham for us. You know what that's I mean? It. Yes, I do. Yes, yeah. I do. And so, that's going to be a Sam backer before too long. And Benji and Dad Gaming Channel says he dropped that interception on Thursday night football against us. I, I, I believe, yeah, there we go. So, there, it is. Yeah, there we go. There. there we go. All right, they blend together, don't they? They when, do. When you, they blend together, which is a great thing. A lot of it's the alcohol, but that's not going to stop. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Let's go to the Rams ramming. Now, Now, Shadjay said there's a report out there that said that Aaron Donald may be seeking a trade. Uh, we'll entertain that more as we hear more about it, but hey, interesting. It's not from – it's – Per Fox Sports, I just looked it up. NFL Rumors picked it up, which, eh. you know, I'm not trying to be, like, disrespectful, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, We'll see. It, it says maybe seeking a trade. It maybe seems... seeking a trade is the key word. Hey, I, I, listen, it's possible. He's getting paid, man. That's all he cares about. He is here for one reason, one reason only. Now he is. He got a Super Bowl ring, you know. Yeah. And, and he's Good for you him. Know, yeah. yeah. Let's all go right, to let's the Rams. Go. Rams are a mess, as we say, every single position group. They're Except starters, for that one person we just talked about. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, Russ Yeast and Who? Jordan Fuller. Yeah, Russ Yeast. Well, I like Jordan Fuller. He's not I, bad. I, he's not he's bad. He's not bad. What was his uh, stats last year, Jordan Fuller? Um, he got two – he didn't even get that many. He had 61 snaps. 61 man. snaps, yeah. They, they don't have any safety – with more than 61 snaps. Quentin Lake you could put in there. But uh, yeah, Jordan Taylor they got in the seventh round. Quindell Johnson undrafted free agent. Rashad Torrance the second undrafted free agent. Tanner Ingle undrafted free agent. So they're they're planning on a seventh rounder or three undrafted free agents. Somebody taking a step up. What's going on, Mose? He says if Adams returns to all pro form, the Seahawks won that trade because their draft picks haven't panned out. Uh, I don't know, man. That was a, that was one of the worst trades I've ever seen. Two first rounders for a guy just, that yeah is was, not a good safety. He's not a good safety. Yeah. He's a pass rushing flex piece, and he can and he can he can pose problems in the right matchups. I that, like, but it has to be like a slower tight end, uh, a tight end without moves. Like I, he he get cooked by Ross Dwelly in my opinion, with the, from the footwork. Yeah, yeah, but. It, it okay, so they traded for him in 2020. He got nine and a half sacks that first year. After that, he has done nothing no sacks. He's got no interceptions. No, he had two interceptions in 2021. He, no, it's it's a terrible trade, man. Who's who's better, him? Who's better, him and his prime, or or Talanoa Hufanga, who's going into who some at some point oh, will be in his prime? Hufanga, it's not even close. And you know, most I love most. He says, you know, those picks haven't panned out. Uh, those picks were Christian Derisaw, who's the top five tackle in mm. uh, top five left tackle. That's a hell of a pick. Wyatt Davis, he's starting as well. Garrett Wilson, those were the picks that were used. 
Garrett Wilson's a stud. Christian Darisol's a stud. I'm so thankful that those two guys are not on the Seahawks. Good Lord. Yeah, I don't know. I, right now, one, Seattle, Arizona, two, Rams, three. That's kind of the way I'm looking at the secondary. And then we got the Niners, baby. We got the Niners, Niners, baby. Uh, They do have the only all-pro of the group, uh, Talano Hufunga last year. Tayshawn Gibson, five interceptions, awesome. Now you're adding in Jair Brown, and this is where it gets interesting. You look at the Rams, they're adding in seventh-rounders and undrafted free agents. The 49ers are adding in a third-round pick that they traded up for. George Odom, he's a special teamer. Taylor Hawkins, Avery Young, he's an undrafted free agent. But, man, you've got... Youth, you've got all pro, and you've got the experienced vet to teach the pup to come up into. I like this group a lot. I, I really, really do. And, and you go back two years ago when it was Jimmy Ward and Jaquaski Tart and Talanoa uh, Moore, not Talanoa Moore, uh, Tarvarius Moore. Tarvarius Moore, who, who essentially overhaul. Jair Brown is replacing him. Yep. Right. And 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 that's kind of like where it is uh, with the 49ers. So, again, I expect them to have four safeties. They have four last year. I know they got five right now going into camp. Uh, if everything, ha- uh, you know, pans out well as far as their health, I expect four safeties to make the roster. Uh, George Odom will still be that special teams guy. But I think Jair Brown would be the f- obviously be that fourth, but he'll be the third yes. guy. He'll be the third one. because They're, They they're don't gonna- want Odom playing safety. No. We saw it once in the Falcons. He did game, get one interception good. last year, though. Yeah. I give him I mean, some credit. He got in the Arizona Cardinals game, but he, it, the instincts, it, he, he, I can't explain it. He's not bad. He's just not experienced to me. There, right? Like, it's kind of like what it is. Uh, but the, I, I do like the 49ers safeties. It's going to be hard for me to pick any group. Like, it's going to be hard for me to pick the safeties uh, higher than the Niners safeties. A because one, we got, you know, A, we got the all pro guy. B, we got a guy that was like top in interceptions in the league, right? At this at this position. And so now I'm saying to myself, like, as much as I like the Seattle Seahawks safeties, you know, Jamal Adams is still a big question mark. And I like our safeties over Jamal Adams. You just told me that Talanoa Hufunga was better than Adams. So that's a bump up. So if I had to order these, I got 49ers one, Seattle two, Cardinals three, Rams four. Same order. Same order. And and I put on there that the Cardinals at three are closer to two than they are four. The Rams, the and we keep saying this, but the Rams have the worst positions by a margin. If this was if we ranked one through sixteen of the entire NFC, the Rams would be dead last in this category. They do not have a starter caliber player. And if you're like really big on Jordan Fuller, that's okay. 61 snaps last year and they were not good snaps like they are that bad and see so like i know when people watch the show they're gonna oh this 49ers show blah 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 blah. but this is what i do know right i do know that Tashawn gibson wasn't even in the league until jimmy ward got hurt which means he came yeah. at the very end of camp preseason time to be honest with you got himself together and ended up becoming the starting free safety for the 49ers that's the first thing. The second thing is they had a couple of hiccups, right? Because, like, 
uh, you saw Hufunga like with with bad communication. I felt like his, I felt like the communication was bad on his part because he's still young and still learning the position. I feel like that will come the more experience he gets out there. Just just knowing how to talk, knowing where to be. Well, guess what? He gets that role now. Like that's he made all pro. The expectations are going to be high for the young kid. He has to find a way to communicate better. We saw him and Dre Greenlaw week one last year had a, had just a bad communication. Whatever, maybe it was the rain. Blame it on the rain. I don't know. And next thing you know, Dante Pat, Catman Pettis is wide open and running in for a touchdown because they both on the opposite side trying to tackle the quarterback, right? And so it's just a couple of communication errors. When it came to Tashawn Gibson, and I wrote this in my article for WebZone, he played really good at safety. He just bit on the fake a couple of times, which put him out of position. But again, that's a guy that hasn't played much, uh, like, you know, has hasn't played much to the caliber he played last year fun fact guess without looking up how many dropped interceptions he had last year oh man it was at least four five yeah this mother freaking sucker had hit him in the hand five interceptions and dropped five that means he should have had 10 interceptions and probably two to three of those could have got taken to the house just needs to be on the jugs machine nonstop, man. That's it. Wide like, receiving drills. Whatever it does, it takes for him to catch the pass. He has to go out there and do. But that made me say that these dudes under D'Amico Ryans were in good position to get to make plays. Because that's what you need your safeties to do. Just imagine. How can I not pick the 49ers higher in this particular group when you're bringing in a secondary defensive coordinating type of a coach? Yeah, I'm going to keep saying it nonstop. The, the hiring of Steve Wilkes benefits Talano Hufunga more than any other player on this roster. Amen. And he was all pro last year. Amen. So, and to stick with this idea, like if you're like, oh man, y'all are Niners homers, PFF had the 49ers safeties first overall out of Number all one. 32 teams. Number so, one. So, not just us, not just us. Number one. Let's go to cornerbacks. All right, this was fun. So the order in which I announced the first three players is outside corner, outside corner, nickel Thank starter. You. Uh, so that hopefully that'll clear things up. So let's start with Arizona. Uh, Antonio Hamilton, Marco Wilson, Isaiah Simmons. Again, we kind of talked about how where Simmons goes, nobody knows. Uh, I'm putting him there at that nickel spot. Backups are decent. Rashad Fenton. Uh, third round pick on Garrett Williams this year. Kentrell Clark in the sixth round this year. Christian Matthews, Chris Boyd. Not too bad. They've got some depth there. Not a lot of star power. Yeah. Uh, Cottrell Clark was one of the players that worked out for the 49ers uh, yep. a couple of Louisville. times. Up from Louisville. So they did look, at, look into him at one point. Uh, but listen, I, I like Marco Wilson. Um, I, 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 he, but, but like you said, not a lot of star power to me. These are solid corners that can potentially get the job done. Uh, if you know, when tested, it's going to be interesting to see how they play this year. I'm still scratching my head with Simmons at that slot though. I, I, I would, I would put, I would, I I want that to happen. Yeah. It's it. Jonathan Gannon is not a great DC. He had an amazing, an amazing talented roster with the Eagles, and he rode that to head coaching job and good for him. <laughs> but man, you you just watch this guy in any press conference, anytime he's in front of the camera, that dude is as inauthentic as possible. If you've watched his session, he is Kendall Roy without wow. the rich dad. That it's who he is. Uh I'm not sure who's seen that, but 
uh, all bangers all the time. That's what I want. Anyway, uh, I digress. I digress. All I'm right. not a fan of this group. No, this this is fun because like I like Marco Wilson. I'll leave it at that. And then the rest is blah. Um, all right. Let's go Seattle. Seattle, baby. All right, they got Tyreek Woolen, um, oh. who was a rookie last year. They Devin Witherspoon this year and Kobe Bryant. Those are their starters. Um, First round all pick on Witherspoon team. too, huh? Yeah. They, listen, they got Michael Jackson and a Kobe Bryant. In they have their a Michael Jackson and a Kobe Bryant. I'm looking at him. They got Kobe yeah. Bryant out of uh, Cincinnati, I think. Yep. Yeah, he was. Uh, it was Sauce Gardner. He was on the opposing side. Good player. Uh, Artie Burns, Trey Brown, Lance Boykin. You remember the old TCU quarterback? I do. They got and a good uh, squad, man. Yeah, and Isaiah Dunn. So uh, definitely a good group. Uh, it's interesting because Tyreek Woolen, you know, Seattle people are kind of like Dallas fans in the fact that they hype up Tyreek Woolen like he's this, you know, all pro corner. But he's in the mold of Stefan, not Stefan Diggs, uh, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs, yep. Aggressive, lots of picks. He gets burned nonstop, man. Uh, Brandon Ayuk took this kid to the woodshed. And yeah, he's got the interceptions, which is incredible. But man, he gets burnt consistently. And you're going to get that when you're dealing with uh, a person that's going to come out there and pretty much gamble, right? And so, like, that's what you get from him. Uh, a digs type but listen when they get their hands on the ball he's a good like, player exactly exactly that's spencer burford and uh what's his name's teammate so they played at utsa UT man utsa all the right. road runners all right bb yeah, uh, right. but this is a solid group john like it, I, I, yes. seattle always to me finds a way to produce on the defensive side of the ball like they find those players that fit them. They're not those star-studded players that came out of college, except for this year. They went and got Devin uh, Devon Witherspoon. I think that's he's gonna be a solid piece for them. Smaller guy, uh, but they're gonna have him probably playing on the left side. Could also play nickel as well. It's gonna be interesting to see how this group, you know, comes out and shows up uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. Let's go to the Rams because I'm looking right. at the Rams. And I'm just looking at the Rams. <laughs> it's so bad. They just signed to Kello Witherspoon, uh, 49ers legend, Darion Kendrick, and, and Kobe Durant. Now, they did draft LT's nephew, Travis Hodges uh, yeah. Tomlinson in the sixth, Good Robert guy. Rochelle, Vincent Gray. Ugh. Ah, so bad, man. Kelly Witherspoon's not a good corner. He's not good. He wasn't good when he was with us. He wasn't good when he was with the Steelers. Uh probably one of the most like deep ball allowed reception corners. If there's a stat for that uh, in the NFL over the past five years, when he's not hurt. I wanted to put this up because Romelia sports report says uh, last year injuries hurt Rams guys like up and coming Kobe Durant. Looks like he's going to be a star guys like Darion Kendrick, Quentin Lake was hurt. Robert Rochelle Rams secondary. And the reason why I put this up is because he knows his his team he knows the potential and the players because this is the team that he loves and he covers right so right. uh these are some names I, I put this up just to have some names out there for you guys to just you know if these guys start popping up on the thing you know maybe they will make plays but i'm they still shit to me like at the end of the day like they just they just aren't good 
there this is one of the worst corner groups in the NFL. Um I mean, Akella Witherspoon, you're you're asking him to be healthy, okay, which hasn't happened. And then the thing is he hates contact. He does not want to ever tackle. So you got a Dion type guy that refuses to tackle, but he can't cover either. He's got the metrics, six three, good yeah. feet, all those things. But at the end of the day, this ain't flag football. And that was why, you know, he he wore his welcome out here with the and I still remember probably a real reason why I'm still like bitter. Do you remember that Miami game when we got like just dusted where they oh, were just yeah, because we, Patrick? Oh, 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 I know. I know. Akello. I was was it a Kello? Well, it was him because he told the coaches, I'm ready to go. He's coming off an injury. All right. That, put me out there. Yeah. And then they go through warm-ups, and he goes, Coach, I can't I, go. So they had to put in that kid, Brian Allen. They put in Brian Allen, who never practiced, because Akello said, I need the reps because I'm going to play. And they asked him. They said, if you're iffy, you got to tell us. And he said, no, I'm good to go, Coach. I'm Man. good to go. I'm good to go. And then before warm-ups, he said, I can't go. And so, like, I, and, uh, I don't know. It still bothers me to this day. Because it should bother you. Post on Brian Allen, not his fault. Not his fault. It wasn't his fault, but damn it, I don't care if you ain't practicing or not. Just don't get beat. He's he then, burnt. But then Akella Witherspoon said at halftime, "I can go. I coach. can go. I remember. I remember it. He never played for us again. That was it. It was. I, I remember it. I remember that, and I remember Kyle getting rid of his ass, just like yep. he should have. I he remember. Should've. I remember that. Mm. I remember that. And uh, mm. never mind. It was stuff. I, so much about that. Hey, good luck with the Rams, uh, Akello. Yep. Good oh, luck getting. Niners are, I'm telling you right now, Niners are going to have targets. See? They're going to have targets. Now, let, let me ask you this question. Let's play the what if game. How would you feel or how would you kind of like rank the Rams if they still had Jalen Ramsey? Oh, yeah. That would be huge. It I, changes I the. It changes I it. I put past Arizona. I yeah. would not put him past Seattle. I don't know. I might put him past Seattle. I, that star factor, yeah, that one good. person, would, would it boosts a lot for me. Would they get a third for him? Didn't they get I don't a third? Know. I don't know what they got for him. <laughs> I know they, they traded for him and paid a lot for him when they took him from Jacksonville, but golly. Yeah, they got a third-round pick. They got Hunter Long. Oh, tight end? Tight end. They got Hunter Long hmm. out of Boston College. Yeah. Look, all I'm like, if they still had Ramsey, they may be number one for me. Seattle would be two. But the fact that they don't lets you know that they're, they're secondary, they're cornerbacks. I don't care how promising those young guys are. Like, if the world hasn't seen them, then they're shit. Yeah. It, my thing with Ramsey is he's a hell of a player. A top three corner guaranteed. He never had good game against the Niners. He never. Yeah, he, they. He it's never because of Debo, though. Defenses. It was. Yeah. It was. It was the physicality. I don't think Ramsey was a physical guy. He was like Deion Sanders. Not yeah. like I'm not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not comparing him to Deion Sanders in that sense. I want people to understand that. But remember, Deion didn't like to tackle. Ramsey would tackle. Right, but he 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 played more with finesse and he, he, I don't know. You put somebody physical. Debo is just too damn physical for anybody in the league. I just that's how I look at it. That's why I like Debo so much, and he just oh, it's gonna be crazy this year. Uh, Niners corners, yeah, pretty good group. Uh, Charvarius Ward, Demo, who freaking shined last year. I, I would argue 
Diamador Lenore was the best defender um, in the playoffs. Him and Eric Armstead just freaking were incredible all three playoff games. And then uh, Isaiah Oliver. Those are your starters. And the backup, Samuel Womack, I think he's first off You know, for any of those three. Daryl Luter Jr., they drafted in the fifth round. Ambry Thomas, they paid a lot for Deshaun Jameson. Uh, Quantrez Knight, there's depth there. And if you just look at you know pro football focus, Charvarius Ward was sixth. Isaiah Oliver was tenth out of the corners. I want people to circle the name Darrell Luter Jr., please. Uh, if, if this kid has a great training camp, which I'm believing he will because he just has the, the knack to play football. Like, it's kind of like he doesn't let people catch the ball on him. I feel like that's a way to bump your ass up on the depth chart really easily. It's a uh, lot of people to fight through. That's this, the thing, man. That's the hardest part. But that's the it's the it's the gift and the curse for him because at least he knows he's on a team that's stacked. And at at some point, if he keeps pushing, he's going to get his chance. And once he gets in, you know, there's there's many ways to get opportunities to play in the NFL. And once you get in, like I think he he just has the nick and the knack to play football. I think it's going to be really dope. So I I really do like. I got the Niners one, Seattle two, Arizona three, Rams fourth. Same. And, like, to a big reason why I have the Niners first is their depth. Samuel Womack, Daryl Luter Jr., and Ambry Thomas would start for Arizona um, and the Rams. Those three, our three backups, would be the first string for both of those teams. That would be their left, right, and their nickel. Maybe not over Kobe Durant. Uh, we, we only saw him for a little bit, but he was pretty good. But yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, Samuel Womack's better than Kobe Durant, in my opinion. Um, this is crazy. Uh, Mo says, Breezy, speaking of DLJ, Darrell Luter Jr., we keep in five or six corners. If so, who are they? This is tough because I got, I got, this is tough. I got six receivers. Yeah. And since I got six receivers, I think we go six corners. But then that means we're lessening. Somebody, I think, something. whether I think, it's tackles or safeties or linebackers or DTs or well, DNs. I know we're going for safeties, right? Yeah. How many corners do you think we're going with? Five or six? I would like six. So um, five is the number. I got you. It has to be. I think it's going to be five. I, All right. So let's Thomas. I got on the outs. Okay. So let's go through our five. Charvarius Ward, Debo, Oliver, Womack are locks. I think those four. So that's locks. four. So now we're talking Ambry Thomas, Darrell Luter Jr., Deshaun Jameson, Deshaun Jameson, Quantrez Knight. Damn. Yep. It's gonna be tough, man. You got Ambry out. I think Ambry comes and and smacks everybody in the face. I just got this funny feeling. So if he joins, you're pushing Womack out. No, that Womack's still there. So that's six. No, that would be the fifth, right? You and your so name over Daryl Luter Jr. <sighs> It's going to be tough, bro. It's That's the thing. Like, it's easy to say, oh, so-and-so is going to make the roster. But you got to say, like, there's limited spots. There, there are limited spots. Here's the thing. Like, for me, Darrell Luter Jr., in my opinion, may be the most physical DB out there. So I don't see how he doesn't make this roster. So, yeah, for that sense, I think, I think Ambry's gone, right? If Ambry doesn't come with that physicality to his game. If what did Wilkes say about Ambry Thomas? What do you remember? He, I remember exactly. What he said he's a, he he looks good out there, but we'll see what it's like when he put the pads on. Yep, you got to bring the physicality, man. He's a Detroit yeah. kid, so we we know what's there. It's there. It's just 
it's it's just weird. I don't know, but it's but but <laughs> what I do know is our practice squad about to be lit if they can clear the waivers. And the thing is, you want the depth to be there because God forbid there's a nagging injury to one of your starters. And now you go to your practice squad and the depth, the quality of depth. If I had, if Ambry Thomas doesn't make the 53 and he somehow ends up on the practice squad, which I think he will, he hasn't played much football. I don't see anybody picking him up, right? That's good for the 49ers because at least got they got tape on there though. Like it, he does I mean, have good tape. I think his rookie year. Most teams don't value physicality at the defensive back position like the Niners do. And so okay. Okay. If, if you don't care about that, Man, I'd pick up Ambry because he can cover. I know, but that's you. Like you're watching the team. I don't think they're watching. I I really think Kyle Shanahan is damn boy genius at hiding people. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see him at all last year and he got no, mopped You didn't see anything yeah. until special teams toward the end of the season. But he had the promise of being a lockdown corner at the end of his rookie year. Like something ain't at the math ain't mathing, bro. Yeah, we'll see what happens when they put these pads on in a couple of weeks. Nineteen days to be exact. John, we got a we 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 got a special treat for everybody. We did rank the corners, right? We went one Niners, yes. two Caulk. Okay, just making sure we did. Niners, John Seahawks, wants, Cardinals, Rams. That's it. Let's get to the kickers, man, because kickers, punters, they get zero love. Uh, and I think it's time for us to start breaking down. The person that scores the most damn points on the team by the end of the season. Yeah, there we go. So this was a weird one. So the way in which I class this, it's not a perfect science by any stretch. Kickers, I just did PFF ranks. Punters, I did inside 20 percentage. Um, and then I just did uh, average experience or years played in the NFL for long snappers. I don't, I don't know how to grade I coach long snappers, but I don't know how to get that data, and I don't watch the film on a lot of these guys. So that's kind of how we're going to do it. It's weird. Um, so let's start with Arizona. Their kicker, Matt Prater, was 14th. Um, their punter, Matt Hack, was 14th. And Aaron Brewer, their long snapper, three years in the NFL. Okay. All right. Hey. Yeah, 14th. They're average, average. But they're they have three vets. They're the only team with the veterans. With veterans. Everybody Ooh. else got rookies. So I'm, I'm that matters. At it now. That That's, matters. That does matter. So let, let's go to Seattle, who I really, really like. They got Jason Myers. Their kicker was eighth last year. Michael Dixon had the worst year of his career last year. He's an all pro Pro Bowl punter. He finished 22nd and down inside the 20 percentage. But I'm telling you, right, like Michael Dixon. Dixon is a top three punter year in and year out. Last year was his first down year. Uh, so curious to see if he rebounds, what happens there. And then an undrafted free agent long snapper, Chris Stoll. Um, so, yeah, that's Seattle. Interesting. Rams. But top 10 kicker, that's huge. Rams, Jesus. I don't – it's so bad everywhere. I cannot find anything that is good. They have an undrafted free agent kicker in Tanner Brown. They seventh-round pick on a punter, uh, Ethan Evans, and an undrafted free agent long snapper, Alex Ward. Three rookie specialists? That's it, I, unheard of. Unheard of. Niners? Niners. Okay, third-round pick, Jake Moody. Oh, 
I'm not going to say anything there. Mitch Wisnowski was first, <laughs> his best year by far in his career. Mitch Wisnowski was first in punts uh, percentage down inside the 20-yard line. Tabor Pepper, five years. So the Niners got the punter. The Niners got the long snapper as far as first ranks there. But Jake Moody as a kicker, I know everybody's really, really high on him. That's the – It's a question mark. Kickers are weird. Rookie it's a question mark. Are weird. It's a question mark. Uh, and it should be a question mark because he hasn't kicked yet um, right. in the NFL. Has he kicked in big games? For sure. For sure. Uh, but he, has he kicked in the NFL on Sundays? Hell no. Not yet. Um, so I, I can understand that. I thought we were going to do like where we rank the kickers and then rank the – You can do that. I, I'd rather do that because it's easier – to me, it's easier that way. Um, okay, gotcha. Yeah, kickers, I don't think there's any debate here. Jason Myers is a top 10 guy. I think you go – I think – so for kickers, I would go Myers – I would go Seahawks, Cardinals. I'm going Niners over the Rams. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they got an undrafted free agent kicker. We got a third-round kicker. Yeah, so, I mean, just for the value – right. You get what I'm saying? Like, that. That's 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 how I would go with the kickers. And then with the punters – that's different because I feel like Mitch Wisnowski is probably the best out of this group, uh, even though Michael Dixon did have that down year. I would go Niners, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams. Are you different? No, that's exact. Michael Dixon's better than Mitch Wisnowski. Like, okay, they're both been in the league about the same time. Dixon came out the year before. Like, Dixon has been first, second, third, second, 22nd. And then if you look at Wisnowski, he's been like 20th, 18th, 25th. Is first. this what have you done for me lately? Or is this right? Exactly. You gotta. <laughs> and the Rams are just last in every single thing. Like, it doesn't matter. Now, if we're looking at long snappers, the 49ers got the best. The best. Depth. Yeah. And then after that, uh, let's see here. Yeah, you got I two might... rookies. Cardinals have a th- three-year guy. I would go Cardinals. So I would go Niners, Cardinals, Seattle Rams. And to be fair, like we've been hating on the Rams a lot, but Seattle's got an undrafted free agent guy too. So maybe – Maybe I'm fine. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Niners, Rams. Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks. Yeah, let's try to. Yeah. <laughs> now he's snapping <laughs> to a, a rookie kicker, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, we'll we'll take that for what you want. I don't. I don't mind that. Yeah, All right, it's, here it's, we got some more Rams knowledge here. Rams have a big leg punter, best kicker in college, uh, 2022 statistically. Good luck this season. I can't wait. The Rams still have the best quarterback wide receiver duo. And the NFC NFC West Rams offense is going to be explosive. So you agree that yeah. Stafford, yeah, the cup, yeah, yeah, Stafford to cup. Yep, I I, yeah, I can I can agree with that. I had to I had to think about the quarterbacks uh, throwing the ball to the receiver combination. Yeah, I think that's that's very accurate, and, and that's the thing. How much and. For me, my biggest thing, if I was a Rams fan, here's what I'm harping on. We have quality coaching. Coaching matters in the NFL. McVay's Thank a you. hell of a coach. Good point. And to have the veteran quarterback there, if he could stay healthy, that's a big deal. So we have ranked the Cardinals consistently ahead of the Rams in almost every point. single category. But 
I'm taking the Rams over the Cardinals because of McVay. Jonathan Gannon's a moron. I nah, said I that. Be that. I want Tuesday. I believe yeah. that's what I said. I, I was like, at the end of the day, like you got to look at McVay. I don't think that this guy from the the Eagles, I think that's where he came from, yeah. is going to come in and be able to coach the Cardinals to a victory, especially without his best player on offense. There's no Kyler Murray. Like, and and even with Kyler Murray, I still think they would struggle under a new coaching regime. Yeah. You're talking about Sean McVay, who is definitely one of the top 10 head coaches in the league. So at the end of the day, he might know how to work his players better than any one of these coaches, uh, out of, uh, you know, other than Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is the tenure guy. Kyle Shanahan is great, but he's still figuring stuff out. And it's hard to figure out when you don't have your quarterback. Like, you know what I mean? You don't know which guy is you're going to be going with. You can, you can put all the marbles in. So that's what makes Kyle a little bit more shaky. So if we had to rank the coaches, I'm I would still go, putting Shan, I, I'm putting Shanahan ahead. Of everybody? Yeah, I am. I I, I, I don't but, know. I, I mean, I, you've got I like the Pete Super Bowl win, you got all that stuff, whatever else. But no, I, I, I'm, I, if I was picking an organization and I could have any coach okay. to be my coach, I'm taking Shanahan over Carroll. I'm taking Shanahan over McVay. You could say, hey, that's ridiculous. Both those are Super Bowl winning coaches. I understand that. Um, once, once he gets a quarterback, then that's all it is. That Listen, what, once Kyle Shanahan solidifies the guy he wants to run with to lead this regime for the next several, you know, years, yeah, it's a pro, it's over. But yeah, until two years then, Matt Ryan, and it was one of the most, the best see, offenses but, in the history of NFL. But until then, that's why I can't put him one. That's fair. That's fair. That's so I, I got I got Carroll. It's I I know McVay won the Super Bowl, but I still got Kyle Shanahan ahead of McVay slightly. Well, when they play each other, he just completely destroys them. Except for in the in, in the big game, except for in the yeah, playoffs. There you go. There you go. Yeah, this is gonna be fun, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying these shows. Uh, we got a couple of more weeks with a couple of more position groups to get to you Tuesdays. Every Tuesday and Friday, we'll be on both streams uh before we get out of here we got a couple of super chats that we didn't get to peachy joined the show earlier what's up peachy she says thank god it's friday breezy and john so swamped at work that's what happens with the short week hope you are having a great show 49ers secondary is definitely the best can't wait to see you both in pittsburgh take six bbccc thank you peachy all right we got She's another awesome. one awesome uh, another one from Sean. I'm going to let you read this one, dog. The Niners had the best safety that ever played Ronnie Lott. Only player to go to the Pro Bowl. Uh, corner, safety, strong safety, the best. Uh, what D. Hicks, Christian Williamson, Jordan Fuller, C. Brooks, M. Hanks, need I go on? There we go. There I hear go. A Quick question. Rod Woodson didn't go as a corner and safety? Oh, I don't know the answer to that question. I believe he did. He was a 49er at one point, too. Yeah, he was. Just yes, asking, was. Sean, look that up for me, bro, because uh, I remember Rob Woodson. Rob Woodson was dope. Was dope. Uh, and then Jax ends the show uh, with the contribution saying that Jair Brown, or maybe she's, she's talking about Jalen Brown from the Celtics, is no, my not. guy. She's not. No, she's not. No, she's not. Damn, son. I, <laughs> I, I, I gift you my guy, and you throw shade on Jalen Brown? Damn, I like Jalen Brown. I, he's my favorite Celtic. He's 
I give favorite. you a, I give you a Grant Williams. I don't like and, Grant Williams. Are you gonna like him when he joined your team? No, I know I that. Know, I know. Hey, he plays good defense. <laughs> he, he does just, play he good does. defense. Don't talk. Don't talk to uh, the man for Miami. Stay away from him. <laughs> no, he lost that series for y'all, man. Why? Why would he, he did. do that? He did. He did. John, great show. This was more fun than I anticipated because, no disrespect, we were talking about kickers. And I was just like, how are we going to make this fun? But we did. <laughs> you did. I like the way you, you broke it down at the end. That was fun. You did. Uh, I can't wait to. Should I, Now, we got a few more position groups, John. I would like for the, for the audience to pick the position group. So they can either uh, email. We, could we put up a poll on Twitter? How, how can we go about doing that? Let me tell that? you what we have not done yet. Okay. Um, as I'm scrolling. There we go. Uh, we we actually only have three position groups left. We haven't done okay. quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs. That's what we were going to do next. That's all, all the together. We have left. No, can we do them on three different shows? We can. Yeah, we can do it. However, we've been doing three each, but yeah, we can break it down. However, yeah, I would like that because the quarterbacks are going to be. That's going to take a whole show. Okay. Uh, the wide receivers, I think, will take a whole show. That's going to be fun. And then I think the I think the running backs will too. That's gonna be those are three fun shows. So and then after that is training is training camp. Yeah. All right. This is good. This is good. So we'll, we'll find a way to put them in the poll. And then what we'll do is whichever gets the most votes that will be on Tuesday. And then the second most votes will be a Friday. And then the following Tuesday will be the last group. Cool. Cool. All right. Hey guys, we love y'all. John, you ready to take us home? Let's do it, man. This is awesome. I hope you go into the weekend. Uh, I know a lot of people are stressed, short week, all those things. I'm moving in less than 24 hours up to the Bay Area. I'm pumped. But constantly keep your mind on positives and the good things. Family of 49ers. Good happiness. This is awesome. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Until next time, stay strong and faithful. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.